0: Silver, 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 It's silver, 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 get him. silver, 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 silver,
1: It's 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 Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. with your boy, O? Oh. And your girl, Rocky. What's good? <laughs> hey, good people. Welcome to part five man. of our Healthy Relationship Series. We man, are just five. moving along, man. So make sure you check out our first one, uh, What is a Healthy Relationship? Our second, The Relationship contract. Third is the communication and conflict part one. And then the fourth is the communication and conflict part two. The first part is where we're talking about communication. The second part is where we're talking about conflicts, But they are very just interconnected, so we had to... A lot put of them together. Yeah. It happens. And then today... So I don't know if you remember from one of the former episodes in the Healthy Relationship Series, we were talking about... Uh, The eight C's that my professor told us about. So we already talked about the contract, communication, and conflict. It's time to learn the other C's that make up a relationship. Okay? And these are the things that you need to know that people often don't talk about and need to. Then their relationship starts having huge conflicts conflicts Mm -hmm. that can't really be resolved. Because ain't nobody thought to ask these questions before y'all entered the relationship.
0: Which is such the, like such a big problem. We need, need to get together. That's one of the. Which is problems.
1: why we're giving you this episode, mm-hmm. so you can talk about these things prior to getting into a relationship and definitely prior to marriage, because these yeah, are things for sure that you need to talk, we'll talk about. about
0: commitment later. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that is actually our first C that we're going to talk about today oh, commitment. It is. So what do you have to tell the good people about commitment?
0: Well, I think we were talking about it a little bit earlier, Mm -hmm. as we do, as we prep for the show. Uh, So commitment for me, I look at it as basically uh, you staying true to your word um, about the contract that we spoke about Mm -hmm. earlier. I forgot which number of the series that was. It was uh,
1: the second part of the Healthy Relationship Series, the Relationship Contract.
0: Right, so... We discussed the relationship contract. Definitely go back and watch that or mm-hmm. uh, listen to that episode. That's where we talk um, about
1: the expectations that you have, right. whether it's, said it's,
0: or unsaid. <laughs> we're exactly, said or unsaid. And mm. that's part of the whole communication piece, which is another thing that we did. Oh, all me. connected. <laughs> and they're connected, baby, that's how it is. So all these things are very important. Mm-hmm. Important. So when it comes to holding up uh, your commitment, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, holding your word and being true to the expectations within that relationship you're saying like oh if you go into the relationship for Mm -hmm. example saying that you're going to be faithful that's part of the expectations within that contract that you have with that person Mm -hmm. then you're committed to that and you're going to be faithful to
1: you know what that's why i always wanted to do our own vows for marriage because like I'm going to need you to say exactly what you were committing to. Yeah. So I can be like, nigga, you said it. (laughs) Like, this was the actual contract you were committing to. And uh, you slipped up, you know?
0: And that's how it is. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't actually follow through on those commitments... Like with vows saying it and making it explicit, like how we talked about in, in previous episodes, communicating those expectations, then it's easy for someone to just say, well, I didn't know that that was what you wanted. I didn't commit to this. I didn't sign up for this. How many times you hear that shit?
1: That's why you got to lay it out.
0: Yeah. And a marriage like, I didn't sign up for this shit, man. I didn't know it was going to be like this. Well, you should have found out before you committed. Those expectations, the commitments, and the communication c c c c c c We going through them, y'all. It's yes. important. They're interconnected, but they're very important.
1: Very important. Um, and I think the biggest thing for me with commitment mm-hmm. is, and we talked about this in my class, was sliding versus deciding.
0: Ooh, talk about this.
1: Mm-hmm. So in sliding, it could be a couple of things. You could be sliding into a relationship, whether that's you've been having sex for a long time. Ain't nobody put a title on it, but you're doing things that are kind of relationship characteristics. You know. So you sliding versus deciding. Or cohabitation. Cohabitation is a big one because now y'all on the lease. (laughs) You know? Like, and y'all didn't talk about some things you needed to talk about before getting into that cohabitation scenario. But Mm. like, take the Bay, the Bay Area. It's hella hard to live on your own. There's a lot of people who just Literally, Literally in my camp. lease was up. You need a roommate. I mean, hey. Literally, people <laughs> who are staying in relationships
0: just because of the housing situation. Yeah. Knowing that they're uh, not supposed to be within in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, within the context of that actual relationship. Mm-hmm. But because it's somewhat stable and it, it provides that sense of, yeah, that stability of housing, mm-hmm. they're like, fuck it. I got to do what I got to do. Yeah,
1: which is terrible. So what would you say about sliding versus deciding?
0: I think sliding versus deciding is just like another case of people being afraid. And this is kind of going to be like a theme of what we're talking about here as well. Afraid of confronting these C's that we're talking about, like actually communicating their Mm -hmm. needs, Mm -hmm. uh, going through the contract in order to meet those expectations. Because they either fear that those expectations uh, will be met with rejection, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. or that the other person can't live up to it. They Mm -hmm. have this like, you know, pedestal vision of the person in their mind. Mm -hmm. And if they actually get confronted with some serious stuff, it might, you know, break up that image. So a lot, that's what a lot of situationships is. It's just like two people who are comfortable with uh, some aspects of their situation, but know that it can't fully work out and don't want to communicate that. It's a little bit scary.
1: You got to be honest with yourself and honest with your partner.
0: Yeah. Or who you're involved with. <laughs> you know, just be honest with them. Yeah. Man. I, biggest thing you said, honestly, was the first part. Be honest with yourself. If you can be honest with yourself, mm. that's like the catalyst to every other, like relationship where you can actually be open and vulnerable and authentic mm-hmm. other than that if you can't be honest with yourself everything else is gonna be bullshit to be real yeah <laughs> facts like mm. so it's easy to slide into a situation when you haven't communicated exactly what you want
1: or know what you want
0: mm-hmm. know thyself love thyself
1: mm. And I think that's um, going back to part one of the Healthy Relationship Series, What is a Healthy Relationship? Be? And we talked about self-healing and identifying what you need and what you want. It's very important. Yeah. Because you can't get what you want if you don't know what it is and aren't deciding on it. Right.
0: If you know what you want, it's easier for you to decide. And like you said this before plenty of times, like when you're out like in the dating world, right? Mm-hmm. You're like... there's certain things that you know are on your list, right?
1: Intellectual, artistic, spiritual, conscious, big kid.
0: So if those (laughs) things aren't there, it's like you're not even wasting your time, right? No. So it's not going to be a slide. No,
1: because it's like, I know for, and like, those are just like my core um, values. Like that's not even my expectations. My expectations, I'm not even going on the date if you presented something that was not on that. Because it's like respect, communication mm. mental stimulation uh healthy self-esteem as well and we'll, we'll get be, to that a little she bit later she got fluff. and then uh we got shared values used to be interest but now it's values because I need a little bit more substance and then a uh, trustworthiness and to that point I wanted to talk about what most people define as commitment and they d- define it as exclusivity and loyalty and faithfulness mm. But that is all in the realm of monogamy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And as we have been doing, we did two polyamory episodes. We see a lot of polyamorous clients. Mm -hmm. So we're expanding our worldview on what relationships can look like. And that being said, you can still have commitment within polyamorous relationships. So then how do you define commitment? So we've we've talked about the contracts Mm -hmm. and... Also, in the expectations and needs, you also have your boundaries. Okay? Mm-hmm. So within a monogamous relationship, the boundary is. I didn't want to overlap the sound in case it was making sound on gotcha, the audio. Gotcha. But um, the boundaries within a monogamous relationship is it's just you and that other person. The boundaries in a polyamorous relationship don't necessarily have that boundary, but you have some sort of boundaries. So any mm. type of betrayal of the commitment is stepping outside of those agreed upon boundaries, those agreed upon needs and expectations. Okay? Again, it is a contract. Right. Write it out, sign, seal, deliver, baby. <laughs> and
0: no matter like the dynamic of the relationship, mm-hmm. if those expectations are explicit and mm-hmm. agreed upon, mm-hmm. that's the commitment yeah
1: like there still can be cheating in polyamorous relationships which i don't understand you have the ability to fucking communicate and get your other's needs met i don't i don't get it
0: you can literally well not literally fuck anybody but you can fuck other people and you can have connections with other people yeah if you are able to communicate in an effective way with your partners that's it yeah, so. it's pretty simple, it's just like life honestly, like if you were single out here mm-hmm. and you were just being honest with the women or men that you were sleeping with mm-hmm. yo, that's all that it is it's mm-hmm. just people having sexual or casual or intimate personal relationships
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're just being honest about where they stand
1: Yeah.
0: but the problem is I think, again going back to the whole situationship ship uh, mm-hmm. concept There's too many people who are afraid to list their expectations or or put them out there because they fear like they're going to get rejected.
1: Sweetheart. Well, this is on the monogamy premise, but that's why Mm -hmm. they call it the one. Right. Because everybody ain't meant to meet it. Uh, Everybody's not meant to meet your needs and your expectations. Not everybody can. Mm -hmm. Just in polyamorous relationships, you know, people realize that no one can meet 100% of your needs. And it's okay if you go elsewhere to get other needs. But again, it's it's communication and it's open and honesty. Like, cheating is betrayal, deceit, lying, secretive. Yeah. Like, none of that is okay and not a part of the commitment.
0: Right. I don't think anybody expects to be betrayed you know? <laughs> or expects or wants uh some type of um, just mischievous Backstabbing behavior Mm -hmm. Instead of being up front You know nobody Mm -hmm. wants that Everybody would like just transparency Within their relationship I think
1: Which is why trustworthiness is one of my expectations And my requirements Because trustworthiness means you are worthy of trust Meaning you are honest As well as faithful to the commitment That we made Right Commit (laughs) Only if you are ready Because people be committing and not ready
0: you have anything to say to that? Well, that was... that was Okay, so I'll say this. There are times where, like, you know, when people are um, on the fence about getting married or getting mm-hmm. into a commitment because they're scared and stuff like that, mm-hmm. there's never going to be a time when that fear factor doesn't play in... come into play when you're trying to make a serious commitment. It's like anything. Like, if you commit to a job or something like that, sometimes you're excited, sure, but other times you're like, shit. I have to change. I have to do all this stuff. Like you're worried about this stuff. So you're never going to be 100% ready and 100% comfortable to commit to something that might be stretching you and growing you, which most relationships do. So I think there's a balance that you need. You can't just be like out here 100% rejecting everything Mm -hmm. out of fear. But you also have to... When you get into a, a relationship or or a commitment, where however that may look like, you also have to look at it from the perspective of uh, like what you're getting out of it, what you can grow from, what you can actually learn from through this commitment, and also taking it into consideration that it may be difficult, but it's it, it's worth it in the end. You know that's what you should be looking at when you're talking about the commitment. It's like what do you actually want from this? relationship mm-hmm. and why you want to make such a, a a bond or a contract with this person you know that's really what it's about i think when you relate to someone you really love or care about it's a lot easier to spell out those expectations and uh try to meet them whether you're in a poly relationship or a monogamous relationship mm-hmm. or just a friendship
1: yeah and and that's i want to point out that it, within this healthy relationship series even though a lot of it is us discussing romantic relationships mm-hmm. these can apply to to, to different um types of relationships platonic kinship professional what mm-hmm. have you like it doesn't have to just be couples and romantic
0: we just noticed y'all like talking about that so yeah
1: and also <laughs> we need help
0: with it. Yeah. As our, black our, people our,
1: our yeah. relationships are not, not not doing well. Yeah, no, that's so great. Um what would you have to say about the I don't know how to ask the question.
0: <laughs> okay, so the next sub so we just put out the subject. It's all good. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: that's cool. I actually skipped over that. I was going to the next part. Which one? The one what you were talking about. Just say about. it. Okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> um That was the segue. Uh, My professor in undergrad was like, and I've said this before on the podcast. um, He was like, you can have one of these, or you can have these four types of relationships within a romantic relationship. Lover, Mm. which has multiple definitions depending on who's defining it.
0: Right. I was about to say. Mm
1: -hmm. Friend. Companion. Which most people are like, what's the difference between friend and companion?
0: Right. And I was then about to say the same thing. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and then partner. So, of... yeah, it's it's all subjective, yeah. depending on how you define that. And I would say you do need to, when you're making a commitment to a relationship, you do need to assess which one of these four is your relationship. Or mm-hmm. if all of them are, you know?
0: Hmm.
1: So, how would you define lover?
0: So, lover, obviously, you're talking about physical intimacy. <laughs> uh, that's one.
1: Whereas I thought emotional intimacy, as well as physical intimacy.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, they, they're they probably paired. Like, mm-hmm. those two are probably. Like, a it's pair. love, yeah.
1: you know? Yeah.
0: Like, y'all, yeah, love. Think of, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the not cliche passionate love but like a passionate intimate love that's what i think of when I, I think of love
1: gotcha
0: um and
1: i think we are gonna do an episode on what is love
0: whew, that's gonna take forever just find. in so many ways
1: i know that's why we're gonna do it <laughs> just have fun <laughs> and, you know i'm down to talk about love all all right. What about friend? How do you define friend?
0: Oh, friend is somebody you kick it with, somebody you really relate to, someone you can spend time with and, like, time flies by mm-hmm. without you even noticing. Someone you can confide in, you know, a friend, mm-hmm. one we can depend on. All right.
1: <laughs> what about a companion?
0: A companion. Now, this one I really don't know. Um, I guess a companion would be, like, someone who walks on a journey with you that's what I'm thinking so I'm thinking maybe someone who experiences life with you more so uh, like yeah like someone who's consistent within your life as a support
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, somewhere around there I'm not exactly I don't have the words for it exactly
1: so like I saw something
0: that's where I'm going
1: let me see with if it's on one of my Instagram accounts Cause because you got like 20 I have several, (laughs) not 20, but several. was
0: how she didn't say the number right. She forgot. That's how many she got. What's the number?
1: It's (laughs) five. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five. And I use three or four actively depending on the day. All right. Okay. So this (laughs) was on Light as a Rock. Rock with a cube. CQ, that is She's
0: trying to get a followers up follow it
1: yes <laughs> um so this is a post I got from somewhere else but the post is saying and when you choose a life partner you're choosing a lot of things including your parenting partner mm. and someone who would deeply influence your children so that's kind of going into defining partner next um you're eating companion for about 20,000 meals. Your travel companion for about 100 vacations. I will be taking more. Thank you. Your primary leisure time and retirement friend. Your career therapist. And someone whose day you'll hear about 18,000 times. Mm. So to answer your companion, I was kind of drawing from that. Where it's like your eating companion, your travel Mm. companion. Basically what you said you're experiencing life with. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. That lines up. Yeah. And then as far as the partner... Like, I don't know.
0: Then I guess
1: that's just. That's I, I immediately think business partner. That's mm. w- when I think of partner. That's immediately what I think a business partner. Um, but then taking the business out and kind of putting that into relationship context, I also think about equality. Like there is no one. There's no hierarchy where one person is the head of the other. It's like we stand by side by side mutually. Mm. You know, like we are each other's partner. We are here for each other. You know, we may be able to have you back without being behind you. Mm. You know, we may be able to lift you up while standing beside you. You know, like your partner. Ride or die. <laughs> Bad boys for life. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bad boys
0: 3 come to the theaters near you.
1: Be right, <laughs> But, and then the life partner... And that's and that's so okay. fascinating because um, I have a client who. Oh,
0: I know you about. Yeah,
1: I they because I see um, the couple decide. It was it's so been so beautiful to see their journey into their relationship because they decided that they wanted to spend the rest of their lives together before they were actually in the relationship. And, like, yeah. Think about that. Like, you just friends. Take a second. You may be having sex, but it's like, I want to have children with you. I want to have a family with you. Like, because you would be an excellent co-parent. Mm-hmm. And then, like, yeah, I want to spend my life with you. And then you decide to get into a relationship. It's like, yep, okay, all that checks out. All right. <laughs> Time to get a part of study.
0: <laughs> right. And I know... For some people, they're like, well, shit, I can't even find a person <laughs> I want to do that with. And I understand that. But you got to think about it in, in that way when it comes to your relationships and your connections with people, I think. It's like, would I want to? what is the quality of this relationship? Do I want to spend how much time with them? How do I actually see this person? And what I want to commit, like we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So figuring out, I guess... Which just goes to the point of how we got to this whole conversation with, like, figuring out what type of role they play. Are they going to be the lover? Are they, you know, does that line up? Does that check that box? Mm-hmm. Like, are they your lover? Mm-hmm. Um, Are they more of a companion? Uh, Are they more of a partner? You know, what was the other one?
1: Uh, Friend.
0: Or yeah, or more of a friend? Are they a combination of all? How well do they blend together? And again, you know?
1: this goes back to you knowing what you want. Right. Right.
0: So, at the end of the day, it's always going to come down to you knowing yourself and loving yourself.
1: Self-awareness is key.
0: But these things can also help you do some introspection as well. Like, are you a friend or a lover? And how do you show up in your relationship? You know what I mean? Very true. So, you figuring out yourself will help you figure out others much more. Trust me. I'm still trying to figure out a little bit more about myself. And it's helped a lot. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, it's a continuous journey you no know, it's always yeah it's a process mm-hmm. um what would what would you tell the audience about the fact that you were saying earlier there's no unconditional commitment
0: oh that was a bar anyways yeah I said that earlier Gems. <laughs> so you know the concept of unconditional love. We all know that concept. We all heard about that. Ooh, I love you. Ooh, I can't live without you. I love you to the ends of the earth. Unconditional love. Great.
1: Think children.
0: However, there's no such thing as unconditional commitment. There's no. Oh, I will commit everything to you, no matter what. What?
1: Yeah. No. Nah. That's true. Some conditions. There's some damn conditions. <laughs> Let's look at it <clears throat> Put my glasses on.
0: Imaginary glasses. Uh number one, you will be faithful to me. Like, you know. Number two, you will be respect like st- you gotta have your list together.
1: Mm-hmm. You gotta ha- mind.
0: She's told you your list. If you listen to the show, she run it down for one more time.
1: Like my mind. Two. Communicate. Number three. Have shared values. About. Have a healthy self-esteem. Bye. Be trustworthy. Six. Wait, I feel like that was... Respect, stimulate my mind, mm-hmm. communicate, share values, healthy self-esteem, trustworthy. That was six. Boom. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you see how quickly she listed that it all? It's because she knows it. It's within her. And She's- I,
1: came up Done with that work. At my senior year of high school because right. i kept dating shitty ass motherfuckers and i was like all right girl get it together you making Try the wrong never. choices <laughs> all right never. how do you choose better <laughs> all right you come up with this list when i would tell people this list, and i've said it before on a podcast like people were like well of course they should respect you yeah it wasn't an of course because i was accepting niggas who weren't respecting me right <laughs> it is your choice ladies right and your choice right. men too
0: Oh, for sure. Because I know I've, uh, <laughs> I've put up with some shit that I definitely didn't deserve in the past with some of the relationships I've been in. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's for sure. So, again, there's no unconditional commitment. There's always a condition. There should be several conditions. Mm-hmm. You should not be accepting or, or receiving any type of commitment without a list of conditions as to why this commitment should go through and why it will go through. Mm-hmm. You know, accountability. Mm-hmm. There's no unconditional commitment. commitment. Get out of here with that. You played yourself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now our other C is caring and cohesion.
0: Okay. So I want you to speak on this a little bit more.
1: Um, My professor. Why don't I have my laptop? But (laughs) my professor put caring and cohesion together because they go very much. Yeah. Same Yeah. But um, let me get my laptop so I can tell you more it. about it. I don't know Is why it on I, bed? I didn't. It's on my bed. Oh, okay.
0: But yeah, so we're going to talk about some caring and some co- cohesion. I want her to kind of like define where her professor came from, like at least that perspective. Uh, because I'm not sure where he's coming from with, with this C and how he's looking at it. Because um, it can go. Uh, as you can tell, a lot of these topics can go very in depth. We can dive into them. It can go well. Further, you know, first and
1: foremost, I want to point out that like I have a client who's coming to me for anger management, and <coughs> we're t- we're yeah. talking about her relationship. Heart. And she was basically like, "I don't care about him." Like, because we talk about conflicts and how conflict needs to be improving the relationship versus the conflict. And she was like, "But I don't care to improve the relationship. Like, I don't care about him. I don't respect him." And I'm like, "So why are you with him? (laughs) Like, why are you with someone you you don't
0: somebody you don't respect?
1: And why are you with someone you don't care enough to respect? Like, what did you? These are the questions."
0: Like, for real.
1: I don't get it at all. (laughs) Um, So I think that's why caring and cohesion are an important part of assessing before you make that commitment. Because, again why are you in it if you don't care about this person Mm. and if you don't care to make the relationship work everything in life takes work people stop (laughs) wanting the easy road like relationships (laughs) take work happiness takes work life takes work get it (laughs) through your head jeez
0: (laughs) so when 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 you first uh brought up the topic of like caring and cohesion i thought of like remember that time when we went to that uh event it was like a Christian um, mm-hmm, uh, event. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was we
1: did not know it was a Christian right, event. Right. We just
0: knew it was a black love event. But it was really good. Great conversations. I enjoyed the uh, food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it real. Hey, food was good. It's so real. <laughs> you know what i mean? I was up in there. Anyway. <laughs> the food was good, but besides that, the conversations were awesome. I thought they were amazing. We were talking about some really nice deep stuff but one of the things that came uh, up was like the whole thing about equally yoked like that's Mm -hmm. you know it's always being said in church (laughs) so I was wondering if that tied into it like the whole cohesion part of like being with someone who does line up with your values because I remember when we were having the conversations during that event a lot of people were asking could you be with somebody who wasn't Christian and they were uh, telling their accounts uh, about relationships that they had Where they went out with someone who wasn't a Christian, um, someone who was just more secular or into other religious um, faiths, and it wasn't working out because that was such a big conflict between them, Mm -hmm. because their spirituality and Christianity played such a big role in their relationships and in their lives. So I'm wondering if that's part of the cohesion, too, like whether you even take a faith seriously. Seriously.
1: Well, if not cohesion, definitely culture, which we Mm. will talk about in a sec. Okay. Yeah. All right. So.
0: See how these things interconnect, but like there's nuances to them. So definitely break down what what he meant by it. I want to see.
1: So again, this is um, from my professor, uh, Professor Lee. Love him. (laughs) From uh, USD. So caring is acts that we show that we love or care about our partner. Okay. So that's going into I the five so. love languages. Mm-hmm. So are we meeting their needs? Are we giving them what they need to feel loved? Okay. And that we care enough to do that. Right. Okay. Because we care about them. Um, I would say within polyamory, they have the principle of compersion, joy for another's joy. And I would say the caring goes into that because, like, you care that much about your partner that you just want them to be happy whether you're making them happy or not. Hmm. Because it's like you care about them outside of you. Right. You know? And I feel like you said that in one of the past Healthy Relationship Series episodes. Um, I mean, it's
0: an important thing to have. Like, when you think of someone that you actually care about or love Mm -hmm. and break down why it is that you love them, Mm -hmm. that's what we mean by, like, that being unconditional. Like. Mm -hmm. I love you despite your relationship to me.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm I love you for who you are.
0: Exactly. That would be an unconditional, like, just because they are how they are. Mm -hmm. And that's enough for you to love them. See what I mean? They're just that great in your mind. Mm -hmm. And there's people like that in your lives. Hopefully there are. Hopefully there are. If not, hopefully you'll find them. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, those people exist. That's just how it
1: is. Mm -hmm. All right, cohesion, sense of closeness or strengthening of a relationship bond. Mm, okay.
0: Sense of closeness, sense of closeness.
1: So, this is what I would think of your connection mm, string bit. And eh,
0: Okay. I get what you mean. So explain that. All right. So Mm -hmm. I I think I've explained it before, maybe once. You have. You Um, for sure have.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So basically, one of the techniques that I've used um, to explain the whole concept of connection when it comes to relationships is the string, basically. So I've talked about it before. I'll use my hair again. Here you go. Yes, my hair's long. Yay. Anyways, (laughs) so that this. Uh, lock is going to represent uh, my connection uh, to Rocky basically so in our, our relationship um, a little flimsy right that's what I'm
1: saying.
0: <laughs> if, if, if I'm more focused on me or I'm more focused on just her and I'm not focused on uh, the, the connection, connection or the cohesion between us we could easily break off so if I'm focused on me I'm like alright let me put all my attention on me Boom. oh no gone right if I put all my attention on her... <laughs> Too close. Too connection, close. there's nothing actually growing. It looks like our connection is close, but it's actually only tied together by one little strand. Mm-hmm. See what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. So we're
0: looking all close, but if anything were to happen, boom, done. So that's why it represents that. Now, if you build on your connection, eventually, you getting enough locks. Sorry. The computer all got enough locks for a strong hold Mm -hmm. and that connection will be strong enough so when you're pulling or pushing against each other you'll still have enough strands Mm -hmm. to make sure that your connection is strong so that's how you can explain connection to people if you got locks
1: (laughs) and and cohesion so upon building that connection is how you build the cohesion the the connection and sense of closeness with Mm -hmm each other within the relationship so that being said it's mostly quality time
0: my love language right
1: (laughs) (laughs) like i haven't met a person who hasn't had quality time be the primary or secondary Mm. like it's usually one in there or a tie with something else like i have not because i i give my clients a love language test i've not met anyone who doesn't have quality time as one of them i've met
0: a few i've met a few
1: what else was it like physical touch it would be
0: physical touch or acts of service Sometimes. Mm. Uh, physical touch and uh, words of affirmation.
1: as the top two. I guess. Yeah, so there is. People are, different. People are I, different. I have yet to meet.
0: <laughs> some people don't, like, they're, like, not about that quality time. They're, like, get the fuck out of my
1: way. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I I, when I'm with you is great. When I'm not, it's great, too. Yeah, You know, some people are like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, then... I guess the time that you have together, make sure it's quality.
0: Right. <laughs> that's the key. When we talk about quality time, we actually mean that. Like, it should be quality time. Something that actually feeds the both of you, that that feeds that connection that we mm-hmm. were talking about. You know, that's what we actually talk about. Not just, all right, we in the same room, mad at each other. <laughs> that's not quality time. That time know. ain't quality. <laughs>
1: that's
0: mad time. All right? Mm-hmm. Big mad.
1: All right. So the next C is character. Ooh. So character refers to individual attributes, talents, or issues brought into the marriage. Mm. So character issues could be self-esteem issues, which is why on my expectations and requirements list, I require a healthy self-esteem in the other person. Because it is not my responsibility to make you feel good about yourself. You have to feel that within yourself about you. Mm -hmm. I don't have any control over that I can say all the affirmations I want I can give you all the love that you want If you don't love yourself That's on you It's true
0: That's why everything starts with you Exactly Everything starts with
1: you So character issues is about Again your individual stuff You're bringing into the relationship Mental or physical illness Now, to this, I would say, as far as mental illness, depression and anxiety are the most common ones, and they're the most I'm dealing with life, and this is how I'm dealing with it type of thing. So, like, I've had depression. I still have anxiety. It's just coping with it and making sure that I control it versus it controlling me. yeah. Yeah. It's
0: the same thing with me. Like I've been open and honest about my fears of rejection and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't go away.
1: Yeah.
0: At least not overnight. And I don't think it's... For me, I think... Just it's like something me, you're
1: always challenging, yeah, I think it's like you're aware a, of. It's
0: going to be a, um, a lifelong mm-hmm. internal struggle for me that I'm going to repeatedly have to get over. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get better as, yeah. as time goes along. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Even now, like I think about it, I'm like, damn like rejection in certain spaces, Mm -hmm. I fear it. Mm -hmm. It's like within me still. But I'm more easily able to talk myself out of being so much in a a state of fear and more so looking at it from a different perspective. And that builds up my character. Mm -hmm. That's what we mean by Mm -hmm. it literally being part of your character, your self-esteem. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? People with low self-esteem, if you haven't noticed, hurt people, hurt people. Mm. That's why their characters are so poor. Mm-hmm. They haven't done the work internally to become a better person, a person of good character, of mm. good faith.
1: And then in relation to men- mental illness, again, you check out the therapy series because mental illness is different than mental health.
0: Yes. Very um,
1: so depression, anxiety would be like mental illnesses. Um but again, going back to what is a healthy relationship, it's all self-healing. Like if you've gone to therapy, if you've done the work to continuously challenge yourself to the point that you are aware of when your stuff is coming up so that you know to go process it and I don't gotta tell you, you know? Like now, all right, we can do this. But if you just come into the relationship and haven't done a single thing to do the work and now you start therapy, it's I'm still gonna be getting hurt in the process of you trying to heal yourself. Because, again, hurt people hurt people.
0: So true. Like We all know this, too, when it comes down to We all know hurt people hurt people. you got to do work to heal, or you're always going to be hurting other people around you.
1: You
0: do. And the people around you are usually the ones that you care most about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, unfortunately, you're going to be hurting those Cause it,
1: people. And that's just proximity. Usually. Right. Yeah. Now, as far as the physical illness, Mm. or like a physical disability? Wow. It depends on like how independent the person is, I think. Cuz if they're a, if they have a physical illness or a physical okay. disability and they're like still functioning and independent and they can still do for themselves, mm-hmm. it's not a burden on the other person, but if you do need more assistance, mm-hmm. you know, that I could see how that may cause some caregiver stress
0: yeah okay so this will be part of like the contract so this is one of the things that is said like when the marriage vows mm-hmm. uh,
1: and sickness, sickness and, and the health. health Right. Woo! nah y'all need to break that down <laughs> you need to break it down pull the plug on me okay if I don't want to be a vegetable pull the motherfucking plug okay <laughs> but if you can fix it don't let me die <laughs> I'm just saying
0: someone felt some type of weight.
1: Not because, um, just side note. What you also need to talk about, which is not a part of any of this thing, is family or anybody living uh, with you coming to live with you. Nobody has that discussion until somebody's on your couch and then somebody growing resentful. Talk about that shit. Yeah. So, right,
0: that's part of what I was gonna say. It was like, oftentimes we don't talk about because it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, death or sickness when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. So, if some shit were to happen. We aren't prepared. We, mm-hmm. we wouldn't know what it would look like. So, just like you're saying, like, if, if you were too much of a burden to your family, you're like, cut, cut. unplug me, you know? So, that's, like, something that you explicitly said so that the worst should happen. Mm-hmm.
1: You already you, know. You already
0: know what, what's going to happen.
1: I will also say, we were watching Deadpool the other day, and I said, mm, mm. if you look like that, I don't know. I don't know.
0: So, so if you're a burnt victim...
1: To that degree, I mean, damn, like, ain't no skin left, can't do nothing with it. He ain't
0: look that bad after you get used to it. Fix a while get used to it. I'm
1: going to just be upfront and be like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to respond. I don't know. <laughs> well, at least you would know. That you, I don't know. At least know. you would know. Yes. At
0: least you would know. You, I do know. I
1: don't know. <laughs>
0: Because there are going to be certain things that would be like a burden, and you would have to understand that. And you have to, have to uh, explain that to your partner as well when mm-hmm. it comes to how the relationship would shift. Like, let's say if uh, somebody gets into an accident and they're paralyzed or something like that. Ooh, that's
1: bad. another one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so if that happens, are you still going to, you know, obviously if you were paralyzed, depending on the severity of it, you won't be able to perform certain sexual things. You won't mm-hmm. be able to do certain physical activities mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, maybe, like, I don't know, if y'all were like running partners or something like that, and traveling, you that. The world. traveling, stuff yeah. like that can be a little bit more difficult. So, would you change the dynamic of your relationship and allow your partner some flexibility to explore those parts of him or herself outside of your relationship? Mm-hmm. Or would it would have to be in the compounds of your relationship? um even though that could cause your partner suffering you see how like this gets a little complicated mm-hmm. when you don't talk about these things mm-hmm. and how it can lead to resentment when you are sick um or when you are ill um when it comes to an injury whether it be physical or mental you know so mental illness yeah it mental illness um and emotional um needs are also a part of it like if you're a very emotionally needy person you ain't explicitly say that and then you wait until they moved in and you all like oh my gosh i need to get your attention every second then you're like damn it's gonna mess with you mm-hmm. especially if the person is like always depressed or sad or something like that you don't know what's going on if you explicitly can say that it's something that you're dealing with at least the person knows like what they're going into so it's okay. important
1: talk about it so the next one with the character issues is substance abuse that's another big one definitely Um. talk about this but also just how you how you handle conflict how you handle stress what do you do to cope all that how you handle trauma like all of that because substance abuse can be such a deteriorating factor to a relationship
0: it really can
1: like because substance abuse encompasses so many things within itself mm-hmm. and then its impact on someone else and then if you got kids, whew, you know so Damn.
0: make me think about some of my clients unfortunately. Yeah. but yeah so,
1: so again values. that's that's your, that's that person's personal stuff but you can't
0: go into it blindly because it would impact you if you get into yeah. a relationship.
1: Mm-hmm. So you gotta know these stuff you gotta talk about it.
0: Um, I know it's uncomfortable, but hey, you know what's more uncomfortable? Being stuck in a relationship with that person.
1: With <laughs> no hope of recovery for them.
0: Right. Or being hurt already and then going through all that damage mm-hmm. because you didn't listen.
1: Listen. Yeah. <laughs> um So the last character issue they have is temperament or personality. Each of us. When we are born, have our own temperament. I
0: I am so blessed with my temperament. I am not going to lie.
1: Can you explain a little bit about what we mean by temperament?
0: So, basically what temperament is, the way I look at it is basically like you were uh, alluding to. We're born with a certain, I guess, like default setting Mm -hmm. of uh, emotional... Baseline? Baseline. It's Mm -hmm. an emotional baseline. So, for me, (laughs) luckily, very thankfully... I have an emotional baseline of <laughs> happy as fuck all the goddamn time. Mm-hmm. Pretty much that's my default. I'm a pretty happy guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, yeah, most of the time, that's where I'm at. If you don't piss me off, I'm right here. Uh, other people, though, unfortunately, depending on. It
1: depends. <laughs>
0: you flowing, you on a roller coaster, you mm-hmm. all over the place. Um, or you're low a lot of times. You don't get high that often. So, sometimes it feels unfamiliar to you. So it's, it's a lot of stuff that can happen. Like for me, when I was always happy and I didn't get depressed, that shit hit me like a motherfucker because I never felt it before. You know,
1: mm.
0: same thing with other people. Some people are so used to being low because of some of the circumstances. They don't know
1: what the up. They like, what is this? What do I do with for real? it?
0: Real, like they 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 experience some happiness and they're like, what the fuck is this? Like and they they actually will, will reject intentionally it.
1: do something to right. fuck it up so they have Self-sabotage that
0: self sabotage is a you know mm-hmm. whole. Oh damn! Episode now. So that's what that's what we mean by when it comes to when it comes to some of this stuff um, in regards to. Was I saying the damn? I've got the temperament. Temperament when it yeah I've got the word for it. (laughs) When it comes to the temperament that you're born with, right? That emotional state is where you start off from, and that can influence a lot of things throughout your life. Whether it's me not knowing about some of the negatives and the lows of life and it hit me so hard or the opposite when somebody is so low that they actually reject the high points or good aspects that they feel sometimes they reject that emotion so that's what temperament really is also can uh deal with like how quickly you react to things as well like when mm-hmm. when it comes to what upsets you triggers <laughs> mm-hmm. and stuff like that or like even temperament.
1: traumas and
0: so a lot of your temperament can you're born with but it's developed and uh, fluctuates based on what you've gone through throughout your life mm-hmm. so if you were already a jumpy person and then something traumatic happens to you mm-hmm. man that trauma can really be infused in your actual daily life to where you're like you know mm-hmm. like you actually are jumping at stuff that shouldn't stimulate that reaction
1: mm-hmm. yeah um, and then Stop the thinking. next character issue is personality
0: so we talked a little bit about this right oh no we were going to i think we were outside and you were saying children need to learn like
1: oh yeah like <laughs> so when kids are little and they have crushes and stuff they just, just be like i like their personality i like them for the personality right. and i'm like yeah what is it <laughs> they're like you know they're just good people yeah what about them right do you like Find specifically <laughs> awareness because personality as a whole isn't it. Because it's such
0: a cliche to say that, oh, great personality. I don't know. Something about their personality. What do you mean something about? What is it? Define mm-hmm. it. Locate it.
1: So they do have um, some personality tests uh, on here. So they said the Big Five and then the Myers-Briggs personality test. I think the Myers-Briggs personality test is the most popular one that people use to figure out what their personality is. Um, but I do want to say that within the personality mm-hmm. context, a lot of people were raised in the opposites attract mentality, and mm-hmm. I'm here to call bullshit on that because Please while speak on this. while opposites may attract in the universe, that's not how humans work. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's that's same like,
0: Magnus like <laughs> like no
1: like your your personality. You want to spend the rest of your life with somebody who doesn't like the things you do. <laughs> You know? And it's like and that's we was just talking about companionship. <laughs> and that's and that's the same thing about this complete me bullshit. No, oh sweetheart. God. First complete yourself and then find someone who enhances you, okay? What were we just talking if, about, self? if someone has a totally different personality from you, likes different things, mm-hmm. has different values, all you're going to get is friction.
0: <laughs> you get clash. It's like inevitable.
1: Yeah. It's gonna happen. So cut that bullshit. Because let's see how long your relationship lasts.
0: You know, like like minded people, people who are aligned with each other. Those are the people that you want to connect with more because they can actually bring out not only the parts of yourself that you like about you, but introduce you to other parts of yourself that you might not even recognize. And no, yeah, for sure. You know, that's where you other people who are like the exact opposite of you who actually trigger you Mm -hmm. because
1: it's shit you don't like. Or are going against your
0: core values? Right, going against your core values. That's not someplace where you need to be. Even if it's someone who's triggering something that you know you need to work on for yourself. Like somebody who, I don't know, someone who you know, let's say you are one of those people like you know, we were talking about before, who's always on the low, like on a low end, like that's your default temperament. Mm-hmm. Someone like me who's always chipper. That's happened before. That's those are people who dislike me. The ones who actually hate me or ones who are like, this motherfucker's so goddamn happy, man. Can you get depressed at some point? He, <laughs>
1: like, he, he is very positive.
0: Right. So some, <laughs> some people, like, it sounds wild, but for when, someone who's like that, that know, can be fucking annoying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like... Sometimes you need a moment of sadness and, and can't can be around and someone that. who's always and, and
0: I've worked on my uh, balance when it comes to that, too, because, like I said, I felt that low heavy mm. when I felt that low. Mm. So I've, look, I've t- started to look at the just the balance of how I feel and appreciating those low moments, even though they kind of suck, you know, mm-hmm. appreciate for what they are. But anyways, let's say like you're that person. Right. And I'm annoying the fuck out of you. That's going to cause that conflict. And, and, and,
1: and then that's just, that's in the beginning. Now we talking 10 years down the road. Come on now. <laughs> it ain't going to work. Right. So if
0: if, if if you're one of those people and you need to do that internal work to like not be bothered by my overt positivity, that's cool. But you shouldn't try to change your whole entire being for me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's what I mean. Like if you want to work on being more positive, that's one thing. But if you are going into a relationship, your whole like, or sitting being part of who well, you are. Well, he's positive,
1: I'm not. That shit's gonna rub off on me. You know, that's not gonna work. Yeah. It's not. Complete yourself and then find someone who enhances you. Right. But going really into this um, bullshit of opposites attracts mm-hmm. mentality, the next C is culture. Culture. So culture reflects the different ways that couples can come from different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. So culture could reflect in race or ethnicity, nationality, religious backgrounds, or socioeconomic status. So any are pretty much people's cool. Nationality may have some, you know, fluidity depending on you know where people live and moving and stuff like that. But race or ethnicity, religion, and socioeconomic status. Those are going into core values, people, and core beliefs. So you can try to be with someone of a different culture. But that's going to take hella work. It is hard. And acceptance. Especially if you're discussing raising children right it's more about like so I, I
0: when it comes to the culture piece there are a lot of people who make it work mm-hmm. but the dynamics how healthy they are i don't particularly know but i know it can work if there are two people who, have, who are like mind when it comes to other stuff outside of their culture see what i mean mm-hmm. like the culture can be extremely different but if they're like-minded in the way that they want to raise a child in the way that they want to respect and love each other mm-hmm. if that's Something that they are on, in alignment with They could be fine The culture part will just be growing pains Because that would be something that they will accept As part of their, their na- dynamic And kind of like how I accept like rejection As part of my journey throughout life mm-hmm. They could accept that mm-hmm. if they are a couple But if other things are outside of that Like if your culture If you're so steeped within your cultures, Specifically a religion mm-hmm. That you, it rubs against anything
1: mm-hmm.
0: You already know Yeah you know. <laughs>
1: Like any other. If you're
0: so rigid within your culture that it would rub against anyone else's culture because it is dissimilar.
1: Mentality and worldview. It's just not gonna work well. Yeah. So the potential impact on these cultural differences could be on communication Mm. in regards to language, Mm -hmm. direct versus indirect or expression of emotions. Think about it. Black culture.
0: I was just about to say, like, <laughs> even even um, my dad was telling me this story before. Mm. I'm I don't know if this is true. I hope this is true and not some racist shit. But we'll find out. Anyways, uh, <laughs> there, there were uh pilots, um, sir, I I think it was Japanese, but I'm not hundred percent sure. But uh, pilots, where it's like some of the co-pilot, there was a lot of people having accidents and crashes with pilots because some of the co-pilots weren't telling the pilots, uh some errors that they were making because it was like a hierarchy and a sign of disrespect. So they oh. wouldn't speak up about certain things. Oh, wow. But just cause it was a cultural thing. And the same thing with eye contact when mm-hmm. it comes to certain cultures mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's why I said, I didn't know if that story was true. It could have just been some stuff like that, mm-hmm. but that is a part of the culture in terms of like hierarchy mm-hmm. and respect is definitely very different in how you show respect. And when it comes to eye contact mm-hmm. and even shaking of hands and how that's different mm-hmm. than bowing. Mm-hmm. So many cultural differences when it comes to just different interne- um, nationalities.
1: But I would definitely say to your story, like, the direct versus indirect communication, like, right, for sure. Like, you know, that could definitely differ depending on culture, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, they the also, story,
0: I'm not sure. But yeah. you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they also say... Um, the importance and role of extended family definitely depends on cultural values.
0: For fucking sure, some people don't give a fuck about grandma. Other people, that is the foundation of the whole damn family.
1: And for others, oh, grandma in the house.
0: But some <laughs> people don't give a damn about grandma.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And some cultures, it's like yo,
1: that's not it. Mm-hmm. Um. So the, again, they talked about different values, um, parenting, because different cultures have different ways to rear the, rear those children. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's about that rigidity. Like if you are again, if your culture is like, all right, I'm every my culture is everything. I nothing can change about my shit. If you're that dogmatic about your shit, then it's ah,
1: not gonna work find somebody of a like-minded right. Culture. Find somebody
0: who's like that, and then mm-hmm. go ahead. I personally don't think that's the best way to live your life if you're just that rigid in your stuff. But if that is who you are and you're comfortable in it, yo, honestly.
1: I am comfortable in the fact that I'm spiritual, not religious, and I will not date anybody who is religious because I know that that will not work long term for me. Well, I cannot date somebody who's rigid in the religion.
0: And that's the key. It's like, (laughs) how rigid are you within your But
1: I'm rigid in the fact that I'm spiritual and how I'm raising my kids. (laughs) Like, yeah but that's, that's the
0: <laughs> difference between that and it, and again there's levels to it because there's a difference between that and then going to another extreme of like hating on somebody else's yeah. religion you know what I mean mm. like that's the difference it's like whether you can disagree and then be like okay because we disagree we should probably not be in a relationship but when you force it it's kind of like you're you're setting yourself up to go against each other mm-hmm. and you know it it's like you're just trying to force that because of other attributes that you might like those other attributes, if they aren't enough to motivate you to change your rigid behavior and thinking, then you shouldn't be getting into that relationship. Just period. Because you can't just be stubborn and stuck in your ways when it comes to dealing with other people.
1: The last um, potential impact of differences is on gender roles. Mm. For sure. Culture, Another thing, cultural, stuck cultural. in culture. <laughs>
0: Hell no. That's Depending on where you're from. Nah. Motherfuckers just allow getting permission to drive around yeah, here. Yes,
1: it's, it's too many <laughs> like, cultures that damn. women don't have equal anything, and I can't. So, um, so, how to manage these cultural differences? They say avoidance, but I'm like, that ain't doing shit, but... Causing more conflict Because y'all ain't talking about this shit So I don't As know why Avoid that's that
0: there. relationship oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, that's what I'm looking at Don't even get in that Motherfucker I ain't like, We talked about this Like-mind Aligned That's what you're talking about that's Um, what for. So
1: learn about cultural differences Look for commonalities Be careful making judgments um, Avoid pressuring partner to change Adopt a partner's culture mm-hmm. Put differences in larger contexts
0: so these are like healthy ways of adapting to if you are with somebody mm-hmm. of a different culture. That would be healthy. Like, mm-hmm. again, letting down the guards of that rig- rigidity, not saying, oh, my way to the highway. You're saying,
1: all right, man, let me check this out. What's up? Come on. and 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 that's where the next point is. Differences have the potential to enrich the relationship and not just cause mm-hmm. conflict.
0: But Again, that's only if you had done enough self-work to let some of your own shit go to experience and embrace somebody else's culture. Mm-hmm. If you haven't done that work, ain't no point in even trying to get into that relationship. You would just cause yourself some pain and the other person, maybe it's just more. Yep. Depending on what you're doing. Mm. Ugh.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we almost out of here. All right, so... Um The next C is children.
0: This is a big one.
1: The first thing you need to realize or consider before committing to anything is, yes, do you want children? Right. Kind of an obvious question, but so
0: many people don't ask or are afraid to ask.
1: I'm like, how do y'all not think to ask this? If you're considering anything long term, you need to know. Because if that person is rigid in the fact that they don't want children... Uh, or that they do want children, depending on what exactly. you. Exactly. I'm reaching in the fact that I do want <laughs> children. I'm having them, like, with or without you. So, you know, like, I mean, <laughs> hey, yeah, that needs to that's be a deciding commi- factor. That's <laughs> commitment. <laughs> that is a commitment, yes. So, and you have to be honest with yourself. If you don't want kids, being with this person isn't going to change that. And to be fair to the children, they want they need parents who want them. Okay? Do not have children to please your partner.
0: Yeah, that's a bad move. Just in general. In general. People who do that in the whole to get them or uh, get her to stay. stay.
1: Oh. That's another
0: episode. Yeah, we don't got time. <laughs> <laughs> we don't got time. Oh, All life. right.
1: So, first, address that. Then, parenting styles definitely need to be discussed. Um, even if you're in the same culture, people can have different parenting styles. So, you really need to talk about And, and this goes into intentional parenting. And I think we are going to do a parenting series to we talk about need it. For sure. Um, Guru, right here. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to the parenting. So. Thing. Definitely intentional parenting um, needs to be discussed, again, for the benefit of the child. Um, So how you're going to parent before you have to parent. Okay. So discussing how you are naturally, if you need to change, if you need to combat anything that you've learned about parenting from your family of origin, Mm -hmm. um, but also like where your strengths are as a couple so you can decipher who's doing what, you know. Um. Ooh, this is a big one for children. Where do you put them in the order? Okay, so it's yeah. it's been going around in on social media. Of you have your partner, you have your children, you have your parents, you have yourself. Where do you put them in the order of importance or priority? Maybe.
0: Yeah, priority. Priority,
1: priority. yeah, priority. When Everybody's important.
0: Yeah. So number one
1: you baby come on now gotta put yourself first did you you pick something else did you fail the test gotta put yourself first if you again it's like when you're on an airplane the oxygen mass drops the, the pilot says to some put the mask on yourself and then put it on anybody some else. Some y'all
0: would be going down aisle to aisle putting everybody's mask on before your, before own. your own. You
1: will not you have will anything to
0: give. You'll be Everybody have a mask and then you wouldn't even have one. You would just be passed out with exactly all that smoking you
1: know? in your lungs. Like you have got to invest in yourself in order to give to anybody else. Okay.
0: Put yours on first, mm-hmm. then you can help others. Yes. Yeah. So first, number one. Number say it with one. me now.
1: Number one. Prioritize yourself. All right. The next person on the list definitely depends on time, and and.
0: I know what I would pick.
1: Okay, yourself, you're always first. Everything else can be fluid and just depending on the needs of people and depending on what's going on in that that particular situation. So for partner and children, I would say that I put children second to me when they're younger. Mm. And when they get a little bit older, I'll put the partner as second, but it definitely fluctuates. It's not a permanent or rigid thing because a lot of people, a lot of couples spend their whole 18 years of the of the child's growing, putting their child first. And then once that child graduates and moves out the home, they're like, who's this other person in this house with me? Right. Because they didn't prioritize their relationship at all.
0: I would prioritize my relationship because I feel like it's like a domino effect for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I say happy, happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. I think happy connection, happy parents, happy children. Mm-hmm. That's how I for feel. For sure, yeah. If mom and dad are happy mm-hmm. and they see mom and dad happy, mm-hmm. that's part of parenting yeah, to me. for sure. Like if you can
1: Because they are watching everything. Right. They, <laughs>
0: If you can demonstrate to your parents in real life, uh, to your children, to your children in real life, like in real time, daily, weekly, throughout the years as they're developing healthy dynamics between their parents. Mm-hmm. You're modeling for them something that would teach them better than any other lesson that you could do. So all that stuff that you're paying attention to, all them programs that you're doing, having them read all that stuff and doing all these online like little courses, little mm-hmm. mini Einstein stuff. Mm-hmm. None of that would compare to them seeing you interact with each other in a healthy way mm-hmm. on the daily. Mm-hmm. That enriches them in a way that none of that other stuff could do. So I would prioritize that. Because I know with a healthy partner, um, I know we're gonna put our child, you it's, know, elevate them. Yeah, that, and that's what I'm saying. Once we're together, like, we're gonna be good.
1: That second basically. and third is really fluid for me. Like they, they I agree.
0: Like I agree. why I say every other moment I would put my partner first is is because I know of that domino yeah, effect. For but for like, sure. but like, yeah, obviously, like. Uh, if the kid's sick or something like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we both gonna be on the same page like, oh shit, we gotta get our shit together and help out the child. Like, you know, that's just how it is. Yeah. But it's important to know where you stand and, and what you prioritize when it comes to these things.
1: Now, the fourth one I would put my parents and my family of origin, other people will put them higher on the list Look, because of how their childhood was or they wouldn't be here without them and all that stuff. But for me, I'm an independent, self-sufficient adult. And that was my parents' goal to create. And And I... Ain't that the win? You know, I (laughs) am working on establishing my own family. So I literally can't... You
0: have to put that energy Yeah,
1: like I... I'm meant to transition on into into having my own family. So like, yes, my parents and my family of origin are still important. But they're just not priority. Like... That's okay. That's okay. You know? So... Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do this last C, All right. so we can get out of here. Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> over a little bit today. <laughs> We've been running over with the healthy relationship series. This, yeah, we got a lot of so much about. stuff to talk about, about, y'all. So yeah. much stuff. And this is part five. <laughs> um. So that's five hours of content. <laughs> Damn, we just woo. Yes. Uh, Check this out. <laughs> so the last C is costs, which are Ooh. your finances. Money, 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 money. <laughs> All right. So, first and foremost, I don't know who didn't tell you this, but especially upon marriage, you need to have separate individual accounts and a joint right. checking account. Come well, on now. Your joint checking account pays for any bills and anything related to the children. And you should have a percentage of your income that goes towards the che- the joint checking.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty much. Like, just basic stuff. Like, we're not financial gurus At or all. fucking... Uh, certified, common
1: sense
0: <laughs> Right And my mama Certified said, financial planners My mama like said Common
1: sense ain't so common
0: But yeah Common sense Knowing that You two are still Individuals Yes So you still need Individual money So that you can do Individual Cause shit. I'm gonna go
1: out And get my hair done And it ain't gonna matter Cause it's my money
0: Boom There we go So you know <laughs> like, Can I have some for this And then Oh here she go Asking for money None of that
1: You now, got your money You got I will money. say Boom. Like, yes, you have your individual money, but it's still, like, your responsibility as parents and as a this relationship. Like, I have a client who, you know, <laughs> whose partner just bought a new car when they're trying to save for their wedding. And I'm like... Mm, I do know. hmm And I'm like, <laughs> um... Yes, that was your individual money, but now there's no money of your individual to go towards this wedding, so who's paying for this wedding? So, you know... Communication is key. (laughs) As well as when it comes to those bigger purchases, sometimes there is communication needed, especially if it's taking away from something else that you both were planning on. Mm. You know? And that goes into managing money. Mm. When I was younger... With my parents, my dad was the one who managed money. He was the one that paid the bills. He was the one that just budgeted all of that. And my sister's relationship with her husband, she was the one that managed the money, paid the bills, all of that stuff. For me, and I was like, I wonder who I will be when I get into my relationship. But- What did my sister get with her husband? I think she was in her 20s. Mm-hmm. Maybe it changes. Because I'm 27 and I pay my own bills. <laughs> like, I have my own bank account, you know? So, I know how to function independently and self-sufficiently as an adult. And manage my own money and budget and save when I have more income. But... <laughs> but, um, it's coming soon. But, I feel like yes. On. But as soon as I start studying. <laughs> but... <laughs> it be beautiful days Tell I, I don't like I, don't, I like to appreciate life studies oh my god <laughs> Yeah, but um uh, anyways um so like i can pay my shit you know so like but again if you have joint finances you know then like who's paying for that so i think it's looking at the And this goes into who's doing the taxes Mm -hmm. and who's doing investments and focusing on retirement and all that. I think it's focusing on where the strengths are in the relationship within finances. And not
0: being uh, bogged down by the gender roles Mm -hmm. that come within some of the cultural dynamics that we talked about. Yes, for sure.
1: For sure. And yeah, it's just like. So O is good at investment and retirement and stocks and bonds and savings and all that stuff. I'm okay. He better than me.
0: I am better than you. Yes. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That's for damn sure. Yes. As far as well, I just have more bills than you. So <laughs> I That's just a, ha, I just have more I'm bills. A yeah, I just I have more bills. Yeah. So, but um, and some of my bills cost more. Like I pay more in rent. So, you know, it's just, yeah. She does. So, I have a bigger room, but hence we do the podcast in here. But anyway. <laughs> um, so, you know, find your strengths as a couple within your individual mm-hmm. strengths and then what you can work together and then decide who um, does what within the relationship.
0: It's the best way to get stuff done. Be... Mm-hmm smart about it use your strengths to your advantage and don't let a society that doesn't know your personal dynamics exactly. control your personal dynamics mm-hmm. come on now Fuck well, them. Yep, yep. Fuck
1: them. <laughs> all right so i think that is it we went through the remaining c's things you to consider it. before commitment you did it yes anything else I don't think so I think we covered Mostly
0: everything uh, If we did forget something We gonna cover it On some other series Or some right, other podcast exactly. Or some other time
1: So I think the next um Part In the Healthy Relationships Series Is going to be about Gender roles Yeah We we've touched on been, it We've been things. We've been alluding yeah. Left and right And I keep no. saying We're gonna do an episode On it So I think it's time <laughs> So let's Let's do gender roles Next week um, Go get spicy Yeah That's Stay tuned Ooh. for that one That's i can't wait He's definitely gonna promote that one <laughs> but um but yeah uh speaking of promotion please check out our link tree it's link tr period ee slash i t s s o u l real and that has i think the first link is a link to our monthly subscription subscription you mm-hmm. can subscribe For 99 cents a month one ninety nine a month Or nine ninety nine a month Or you can check out the GoFundMe that I have Um, I've posted it on It's So Real Facebook page So check that out It's called I'm Too Broke To Be Great
0: These are all facts
1: Because we really need money to promote Because we do think with the therapy series The healthy relationship series And then we'll be doing a political series We really need money to promote So people can listen to I mean what we're saying like yeah, the
0: information is pretty important. Um we just don't quite have a big enough platform yet yeah. because we haven't had enough time to invest and in expand. For
1: money. Yeah. Hence mm-hmm. asking for money.
0: To bro.
1: To, to be, be great. Yeah, we struggling out here. We live in the bay, But
0: y'all don't understand how Like
1: really don't fucking know, right. man. But when we're licensed therapists, we will have more. It's coming, hopefully this year. Um, So, yeah, it's coming. So we'll have our own money to promote, but we can use anything in the meantime because we do think this is stuff that people need to hear and people need to think about and discuss. So we need your help in getting it out. So please donate. We'd appreciate you. we give you a shout-out.
0: Yes, please.
1: Yes, because we need help.
0: <laughs> oh, and if you're an artist or a performer or a rapper or anything else like that, or if you just like music, uh, check out Also oh Smart Productions, also oh uh, com for my music. I have four tracks listed. I'm trying to get out at least 15 by my birthday which is march 22nd we'll see if that happens
1: (laughs) because that's Uh, next friday uh, actually this this friday coming up
0: (laughs) a lot of music but hey i have a lot of stuff like just stockpiled i just need to mix and master it to get it out there but check me out i make beats i make uh instrumentals
1: and o is the one who produced our intro and outro for the podcast right so Mm -hmm. if you like
0: those little intro hey it's over it's over (laughs) it's over it's over and if you like the little outro check me out check out my music uh support they are for sale obviously if you are an artist definitely buy it. if you just want something to listen to and just want to support me hey i'll take that 30 dollars is this uh the lowest price so if you want to just buy a beat have it 30 dollars, cool um if not that's cool too listen to my music either way i'm just doing it because it's something i love to do and i know eventually i'll be making some type of income off of it so mm-hmm. with your support I know that will happen. Appreciate it.
1: And I think that's all. Yeah,
0: We've been uh, promoting and plugging all the stuff that we got to happening. Exactly. We we're doing a lot of things, as you can see. We're very creative. Mm-hmm. Books on the way. Yes. A lot of stuff is on the way, y'all. We just need some support. So if you could help us out.
1: So thank you so much for listening to It's So Real. What's your girl Rocky? And your boy. Oh. You have a beautiful Sunday. Take care of you.
0: And you know we will, cause guess what? We love Mm y'all. We out. Peace!